What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Friday, December 11th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. An FDA advisory committee has recommended authorization of the Pfizer vaccine, and it will soon start making its way through the U.S., but some of the biggest hurdles still to overcome are mistrust in both the government and vaccines themselves. Polls are showing that many still do not want to take the vaccine as soon as it is available. This is especially evident in communities of color who are disproportionately affected by the coronavirus. Ian Duncan, reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for why many are taking the wait-and-see approach with the COVID vaccine. Thanks for joining us, Ian. Yeah, thanks for having me. We are very close to getting the Pfizer vaccine rolled out here in the United States. But one of the big obstacles to overcome is uh, really trust in the vaccine. There's a lot of people that are saying they want to have that wait and see approach to this. Anecdotally, just for myself, almost universally, everybody I've asked about the vaccine, they say, yeah, I'm going to get it eventually, but I want I want to see how it goes first. I want other people to start getting it first. There's this kind of two sides of it. There's these people that are in that camp and then others that might have had some experience with COVID-19, whether it's themselves or their family members that are ready to get it right away. So, Ian, tell us a little bit about this. So, yeah, we went out and we, we actually asked people to write into us and give us their thoughts on whether they were really enthusiastic and eager to get this or whether, like you say, they were sort of waiting to see. And we just tried to speak to as many people as we could in kind of different walks of life and people who might have reason to be among the first, people who work in healthcare, then people who work in sort of like critical industries. And like you say, I mean, people's thoughts are all over the place on this. You have some people who are just sort of sick and tired of being locked down and ready to get on with their lives and they see the vaccine as the only real way that that's going to happen. And you have people who I, I found really interesting who are sort of so ground down by this experience of the last nine months or so that they're just not really ready to believe that anything is going to be the answer. And they're worried that this vaccine has been developed very quickly and not confident in its safety, I guess. So, yeah, it just this 
quite wide range and quite nuanced as well when you get into people's opinions and why they feel the way they do about it. Yeah, and, and that's a very important thing to note, really, is that once the vaccine does start getting rolled out, it's still not the end of the pandemic. It's going to take months for this to reach you know, the majority of people. I think Anthony Fauci has said that we need 70 to 75 percent of Americans to get vaccinated so that we can get back on that road to normalcy. And that's just going to take some time. So we're still going to have to do the social distancing, the mask wearing for a little bit of time. And, you know, for these people that are apprehensive about it, right, they say, I want to see how how it's going to go for other people. Well, I mean, we're in overdrive with any news about a vaccine. So we're going to be hearing about it as people start getting it. But in a lot of communities of color, you know, black Americans, Latino Americans in these communities specifically, there's a lot of apprehension to this. Yeah, that's right. And I think that is a lot to do with the kind of history of unethical medical research that has been, I guess, these communities have been the victims of. And so there is a real skepticism and distrust of the kind of medical establishment. And, you know, talk to a doctor who serves a predominantly Latino community, and she was just saying it's really heartbreaking because these are the kinds of communities that have often suffered the most with the vaccine, um, excuse me, with the virus, and they're the ones who might be the most hesitant about getting the vaccine. And she said, look, like, I am going to tell my patients I'm going to get this. My kids are going to get this. Like, it's it's safe. I'm really confident about it. But the research also shows that sort of this, this doctor is white and she's the doctor, so she's someone of sort of high social status. And so I'm not sure that the message is going to get through from me. And so the government knows this and they know it's a problem. There's plenty of data to sort of back up this idea. And they're trying to sort of find credible messengers and people who can do this work. I think the other thing here is that because people are going to be waiting for months to get this, there is this sort of hope that I think some in the government have that it will sell itself as time goes on that most people will have to wait and so there'll be a growing body of evidence before this really becomes widely available and so that this this sort of snowball effect hopefully will just kind of carry people through. Yeah as much as we are pushing this through and you know trying to roll this out as quickly as possible it's going to take time and, and that I have that same exact sentiment I'm hoping that people will start to see it as it does roll out and just the confidence will grow but right now we look at some of the polls and people, uh, you know, maybe 51 percent, I think, in one poll of Americans said that they're likely to take the vaccine when it's available. And, and beyond that, we're talking about kind of, you know, the order in which people get these vaccines. So right now we're going to do people in nursing homes and healthcare workers. After that, who knows, right? Uh, maybe it could be first responders, things like that. And we get polls from the New York Fighter Fighters Association, a lot of them saying they won't get it right away. Uh, so these are all difficult things to square away. Yeah, that's right. And um, I mean, you, you are starting to see, I think the sort of the first groups that's been settled on and it seems fairly straightforward. It seems to make sense that people in nursing homes are so many people who died and people who are then on the front lines providing medical care to people. And then it does start to get a little bit stickier as it goes along. And then I guess there's a question of sort of how quickly the supply ramps up that you know, if you can move these groups pretty close together because there's plenty of vaccine, those things maybe are less contentious. But I think what we've started to see this week is that the supply might not come through quite as quickly as was initially anticipated. And so that then makes getting a higher spot on the queue, there's a little bit more of a premium on that then. Yeah, exactly. On that front, I mean, we're looking at maybe about 35 to 40 million doses available by the end of the year. And 
people need two doses. So you got to cut that in half, really. And what they were recommending for healthcare workers was 21 million healthcare workers, 3 million nursing home residents. So right away, just in the first group of people, there's not enough vaccines to go around. So yeah, I mean, this is going to be the long game. It's going to take some months to roll everything out. But uh, this is one of the big messaging problems that the government is going to have, uh, regain people's trust. You know, the FDA is going to be approving it very soon, but that in that rollout is going to be very important. So we'll keep an eye out on all of this and hopefully trust in the vaccine does grow. Ian Duncan, reporter at The Washington Post, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.